Jack Black launches his YouTube channel. Is Jack Black destroying YouTube? Yes or no? We discuss. And we also talk about YouTube's trending feed and all the controversy behind it. This is the Tech Audit TV podcast. Right, everybody. Brandon Hassler here, along with my big bro, Mr. Matt Hassler. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. It's been a long, long time since we've recorded. Longer than I realized, actually. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. Let me look. The last episode. You remember when it was? Months ago. Three you months ago. You have a guess? Uh, October 4th. September 16th. Dang it. Was the last episode. That was... Uh, is Google planning on replacing Android and Chrome OS? Ooh. And here's something funny. So I was planning. I was. I've been thinking these past few months of a. What's the format going to be like for the podcast moving forward? But also, every episode we have talked about Google. Hmm. And and my idea was I'm going to have a title. I'm going to have an episode, and it's going to be called "Let's Not Talk About Google." And I thought this episode was not going to talk about Google, but it is talking about Google indirectly because we're talking YouTube. But we're at least not talking Pixel 3 and Google Home and Chrome and all that stuff. We'll give we'll give Google a break. But uh, before we get into the show, uh, shout out to the Stone Sheba. That is where we are recording here in Provo, Utah. You can learn more about the Stone Sheba at thestonesheba.com. In a nutshell... It's a place for creators. Am I right? Yeah. Little uh, shack that we renovated and we've got uh, about eight podcasts recording out of here. Um, in addition to the website, which at this point is not the most impressive thing of all time. It's going to get better. Uh, go to the Instagram page. If you can like us, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, that would be helpful. And uh, it'll just help us grow the community. It's looking good to me. It's made uh, strides since the first episode. Did you know that's an original poster behind you of Amazing Grace and Chuck? I did not know that. That is an actual one sheet that hung in the theater of one of the worst movies ever made. Hmm. Yeah. $15 on Amazon. That's a good purchase right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start the episode here. So one, one big difference, I guess, uh, like I said, I guess going back to kind of thinking about the uh, the YouTube show and the podcast and how the two are going to play together. I covered a little bit of this in today's YouTube video that went live. It's the uh, uh, Q&A video for January 2019 on the YouTube channel. But uh, we, we Matt and I were talking a little bit. Previously, we were trying to cover a lot of different topics in the show. What we're going to be doing is a slightly shorter format. So instead of aiming for an hour, we're going to be roughly around the 30-minute mark, which I kind of like because it's like the perfect commute time for the average Joe. So you can get the whole show in on your way to or from work or grandma's Sunday dinner, wherever. And uh, the big focus, I think, is we're going to pick a topic. We're going to either it's a current event or some sort of theory or whatever, but that's going to be the focus. That allows us to kind of dig in a little bit deep, deeper and provide you, the listener, a little bit more value. So today we're talking Jack Black and we're talking the YouTube trending page. How much YouTube do you watch? Well, first Personally. off, can I say, buddy, I'm the Dragon Warrior. <clears throat> Is this a Jack Black reference? Yes. Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh, 
<laughs> what? My kids aren't old enough yet. Oh, that that will become a beloved film of yours. All three of them, fantastic. I'm sure it will but be. Jack Black, in my opinion, not only in the animated world, but in real life, is the Dragon Warrior. He is a... Uh... An entertaining fellow. He is. An interesting one to look at. Yes. He's fantastic. I, I, I'm i not going to hide my... Uh, to be clear, for everything I say in the show is tainted by my love for Jack Black, which is great. So when you saw that Jack Black had a YouTube channel, did you instantly subscribe? Yes. And I was excited about it. All right. I was instantly excited about it. I like it. And I got some opinions on what's going on, but I guess maybe you should set up why we're talking about him specifically well two reasons so i am fascinated so i first saw this uh i I looked at the youtube trending page number one was this account called jablinski and uh i think the title i forget the title was it's like jack black's channel or something like that and so like oh jack black this is trending so you it was short so i click on it and my my knee-jerk reaction was and i talk about this in the youtube video Oh, great. Another celebrity joining YouTube. I, I kind of think of Will Smith, who I have great respect for as an actor. But there's just something about these celebrities who come in who already have tons of fame, tons of money. And they look at YouTube as like, oh, it's another revenue source. And I can just hop in and I can I, I can just, bam, use my fame and, and plug in and start making a bunch of, of more money. And it's not, I don't know, it's tough because I understand that like YouTube wants to cater to everything and their whole goal is just good content. But uh, Will Smith is so like professionally done. It doesn't feel like YouTube. I feel like I'm watching like an MTV series or something like that. So I was I was skeptical and I watched it. I'm like, oh, does Jack Black even game? And again, I, I've, I've followed nothing about Jack Black up until this point other than just like watching the movies that he's in. So I'm thinking, oh, he, he sees that gaming is big and he's th- and he thinks, oh, I'm a funny guy. I'm just going to play video games and make funny comments. Kind of like what Conan does mm-hmm. with some of his gaming segments. And I, I just figured it was that. But then I saw the first actual video where he like takes it back and he goes to, I guess, the, uh, what's it called? The Pinball Hall of Fame, which mm-hmm. is apparently is a place in Vegas, which now I want to visit it because I didn't even know this place existed. But it was really cool. And the way it was filmed was just very like indie style like it was it was it was it wasn't low quality but it also wasn't professionally done it, it felt like a youtube video so then i was very excited because he didn't make it about himself like will smith makes him the center of the videos and it's about his fame and oh i'm going on this red carpet and the cameras are going to follow me jack black picks something that's interesting and then he just commentates on it which if he sticks to that it's going to be really good. Now that does there is a, there's a an issue that we'll talk about. Not not really Jack Black's fault, but he highlights an issue with YouTube's algorithm. We'll get to that. But it sounds like you had an immediate positive reaction of Jack Black. Yeah. So here's my take on it. Here's what I think happened. I think there is a justified um, backlash to people not liking. All these people who are famous on a different format using it to immediately come over and just like rush YouTube. Okay. The problem is if they wanted to pick a poster boy to fight back against Jack Black is not the right person because like, so if the goal of people who, who are angry about this whole, you know, Hollywood celebrities, start, celebrities coming in, the reason they, the reason it kind of culminated with Jack Black is because 
I, I believe he broke a record, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, I mean, I just looked. He has over three million. It was like the fastest subscriber. Like the, he hit three million faster than anyone ever. Yeah, by, I'm pretty sure he has the record by like a long shot. It was uh-huh. insane. And he put up, and they were like teaser videos, basically. They weren't even. Yep. So I think that's what created the it all being about the focus on Jack Black, and that's unfortunate because to your point, Jack Black embodies almost everything YouTube embodies. You know, he is, he's pretty self-made. He didn't have a cakewalk career. He is extremely diversified in just his talents, his knowledge about random crap. Um, He's unbelievably entertaining. He's unbelievably real. It's why he look, I mean, he looks awful in that. By, By no means does he look like he tried to make himself look good for the video. You know what I mean? He's probably more hardcore than most YouTubers in that sense. That dude, have you ever seen the YouTube videos with Kevin Nealon where he goes on hikes with people? I have not. So Kevin Nealon will just go hike up, you know, the Hollywood Trail, whatever, and he and he just carries a, a little selfie stick with him. And anyway, the one with Jack Black, I mean, literally it looked like he just rolled out of bed. But he knows mm-hmm. this is going to be on a big YouTube channel. The guy's pretty real, you know what I mean? He's yeah. He is who he is. So I guess my point is, of all the people to, like, have a massive backlash against them becoming a YouTuber. He's probably the wrong guy to coalesce that around and make him the poster boy for all things bad about celebrities coming on YouTube because he's, mm-hmm. he's a great addition to YouTube. Do you think in general, like if, if John Krasinski or Dr. Phil or some other big celebrity or, or Brad Pitt was like, yo, I'm vlogging on YouTube. Would you be like, that's lame, man. Stay out of YouTube. Stick to the office. Stick to Jack Ryan. See, I don't know. I I guess I I am torn on this because uh, I feel like as long as Google doesn't screw things up too much, it will work itself out. Like Mm -hmm. if they and and this is something we'll have to talk about is their algorithm. And that's the that's going to be the only problem is if yes, if they make it impossible to find smaller content then then this is a problem. What's going to end up happening is people are going to end up going to other sites to find the content, you know, lists. Like there's, I, I've used Netflix apps for years that aren't owned by Netflix that tell me what is on Netflix because they do such a terrible job of letting you know what's actually on there. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to use third-party apps to find the good stuff on Netflix because their interface just forces me to watch certain stuff. If YouTube becomes that, and you could argue it's becoming that already, um, I, I think there's a, I think there's a solid argument that that is happening. Then that's that's where the problem happens. But if they don't, if they continue to give, uh, you know, if they continue to promote smaller stuff, all all that's happening right now is you're getting more and more eyeballs on YouTube because of these guys. You might have a lot of people who would have never ever logged on and watched, seriously spent a lot of time on YouTube, except now their favorite movie stars on there. And while they're there, they might find some smaller YouTubers that they would have never seen otherwise. So I can absolutely see this being a good thing if Google does it the right way. But I guess that's the question. Um, well, so what highlighted this? So if, if you follow the, dis- if you're in the Discord, which is a new group that uh, I've started for the uh, Tech Audit TV community, the link is weird. I, I can't really like, it's, it always gives me a random link, but basically go to any YouTube video now on my channel and uh, in the description there, there will be a link to the Discord group. 
but I posted a video in the tech news channel of this Discord, and it was from, I only opened it up, it's from Optimus, a YouTube account, around 200,000 subscribers. I've actually never heard of him, but I guess he's fairly popular. And he, he posted this video on YouTube titled, Jack Black's channel shows a massive issue with YouTube. And right now it's got uh, 1.5 million views. So obviously it's getting a little bit of attention. And he brings up a topic that's been brought up a lot. Uh, I think H3H3 Productions did a video talking about how whacked the YouTube trending tab is. But if I remember his video correctly, Jack Black got on the trending tab very quickly with not that many views starting out. So it was as if YouTube themselves saw Jack Black start a channel and really pushed it up there. And so right. he had, it seems that Jack Black had a lot of help from YouTube staff to get that video trending and get people watching right. his channel. But YouTube claims that they don't touch the trending tab. It's pure algorithms. And so don't you guarantee, I guarantee if John Krasinski tomorrow was like, I'm starting a vlog. He would, he would post the video on his channel with zero subscribers and zero views, and within five minutes, it would be trending, right. even if it had 30,000 views. Well, I think there's a couple things here. I think, I think the non-conspiracy theory tinfoil hat uh, version is that these people just have big followings anyway, and they have hardcore fans, so, and, and, and they have large, large numbers of them. So it only takes a few people to find out and then it spreads through other sources other than YouTube and then people are quickly subscribing. But that does not explain what you're saying, which is, well, then how do they hit the trending before those those subscriptions yeah. come, right? That's where you get into the tinfoil hat conspiracy theory stuff. And my opinion is what Google is not admitting to us is that, yes, maybe they might, maybe they are not handpicking things, but... I don't believe for one second their algorithm is based purely off of stats within YouTube. I believe they're using all of the information they have that they gather from all of the apps they have, from Android, from and mainly from Google itself, mm -hmm. and all of that plays a role in that algorithm. That's my belief. I don't think they'd ever admit that, but that's why someone like Jack Black, who when he goes on there, if there's any hint that he's on there, which I'm sure there was more than a few, his name's on there, you know, mm -hmm. even though it's called Jablinski, it's got Jack Black's name all over it. Um, I'm guessing there was some sort of verification process, whatever. But the point is, it's now looking over at Google and saying, okay, according to our searches, this is one of the most famous people on the planet. And he really is. I know people But that don't means think I could just make a video and put Jack Black in the, the tags and the, in the... Not necessarily. The title. It's like, oh, Jack Black, famous person, rank this high. Well, I guess... So that's that's a good question. Well, well, one that does work. That's why a lot of these. Why do you think there's so many YouTubers yeah, that's right not gonna now get taking me advantage? To, that's not going to get me to number three, number one trending. But there's got to be a way for them to verify this is actually Jack Black. Is my assumption? Yeah, a actual employee at YouTube being like, oh, Jack Black. Okay, I'm going to use my special employee well, when, uh, karma credit. Is there to, any sort of like YouTube verification system when you set up a channel? I guess I'm not. This isn't something I'm aware of. Well, I mean, you set it up. Like like Jack Black, I'm sure now is verif. They have verifications, just like Twitter has verified accounts, um, but you don't uh, get really technically now. Like YouTube doesn't really look at your channel until I think you hit like 10,000 views total mm -hmm. on a channel. Like that's when you can start getting uh, uh, well not credited, but approved for like monetization and whatnot. So from a robot's 
point of view, a user starts a channel, calls it Jablinski, posts a video. I mean, assuming that the algorithm cannot like see the video and see this is Jack Black talking, they just see a tag saying Jack Black, whatever. And even the I doubt he even tagged the video. It was probably just like a super quick right. upload. Like from a robot's point of view, I just don't see. Well, so here's how they can tell. Here's how they can get away with what they're saying. Here's how. Here's how they can handpick it and then say they don't, and technically not be lying, is because what they're doing is they're hand verifying, right? Mm -hmm. So his is getting verified instantly, and that and then combined with the fact that they're bringing in data from Google and all their other data they have, that's what's shooting it up so fast. But they, then they can honestly say, we did not hand pick him to be on the trending list because they didn't. It's not like they said, it's not like an employee said, put him on the trending list. But what the employee did do was notice that it, it was legitimately him, verified him early on, and that immediately gave that channel credibility. So do you think the opposite is happening with PewDiePie? Dude, who I launched his own YouTube Rewind within, I think the first day had 10 million views. Yeah. Currently has over, I think 32 million views and it's been like five days yet. I'm looking at number two video on trending right now is the late show with Stephen Colbert, uh, 400,000 views. Yeah. And PewDiePie I, I, never, I don't even think touched there's trending. I don't think there's anything controversial about saying that without a doubt, YouTube is blacklisted. But they him. say, nope, nope, we don't do anything to affect yeah. PewDiePie's there, channel. There's a 0% chance that they're telling the truth when they say that. Literally a negative 1 billion. They're, they're just flat out lying. It makes no sense. There's, that's the funkiest algorithm on the freaking planet. If he is somehow, they're just, he's blacklisted. Something happened. And again, what they did is they didn't blacklist him. They labeled him with some sort of controversial asterisk or something. And that's just now a part of the algorithm. It reads his account that way, which is there. It's just semantics. They're just coming up with ways to blacklist people without outright blacklisting them. But his numbers are insane. There is no reason why you shouldn't have PewDiePie shoved in your face constantly. Although I do think I, I'm a fan of the idea of YouTube having more filters. Like I, I'm not for censorship, but I am for individuals self-censoring. Like I, I should be allowed to say, I want people like PewDiePie to self-identify their videos as explicit, just like with podcasts. Yeah. When you sign up, you self-identify. This is an explicit podcast. This is not. You should self-identify and then people should have the right to say, I don't want explicit material. And so now my algorithm should not include that. I should have that right. They have the ability to do that. And I think that's something, and even if that's a paid feature, that's fine. I think, you know, people should have the right to do that. YouTube, Google should not be the ones doing that though, because that's that spins out of control very, very quickly. Um, yeah, well, I have differing thoughts. Well, let me ask you this. When you look at the YouTube trending tab, hey, do you go to the YouTube trending tab regularly, whether it's on TV or on a laptop? So. Okay, so this is this is going to be one interesting thing. Is I wonder if some of our opinions differ so much because I consume ninety nine percent of my YouTube through the Android TV app on my Shield. I use the Nvidia Shield, um, and it's a killer experience. Other than the the one thing that sucks about any Android TV experience is that you don't have fast forwarding. Um, mm. 
You can't fast forward YouTube videos? No, well, not fast forward. You can't speed them up. Like uh, you can't do 1.5, you know, which I, and I, I'm weird. I have, my brain goes way too, I, I can't focus. So I, I, I tend to listen to everything in high speed and I just consume a lot of content. Um, and that's how I do it usually. So when I'm home, I can't do it like that. I think creators probably prefer that, frankly, that their stuff is watched in normal speed. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I get, so I get that. But the fact that it's on the other apps is weird. But anyway, I, I consume it almost exclusively through that. Sometimes on my phone, almost never on a desktop. Like okay. literally almost never. And I mostly, uh, I, I, I would still say I watch most YouTube on Roku TV. So mm-hmm. it's a TV experience. And TV is growing. Even I look at Tech Audit TV's numbers and I can see the platforms people watch. TV is still a small percentage compared to, I think mobile might be the first one. Desktop, obviously. Uh, and then TV is it's growing year over year. But uh, I feel like the trending tab sucks. I just go to the trending and I'm, I'm prepared to be disappointed. Like right now I'm looking at trending. Number one is an Asian musician with a music video that has 3.9 million views. Okay, seven hours ago, fair. Uh, number two, it's The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Number three, you've got The Masked Singer, which is a Fox show. Then you've got another music video. Then you've got uh, f- uh, some face, uh, some cosmetic product review, looks like, from Jaclyn Hill, who must be a big YouTuber. Post Malone music video, Linus Tech Tips, CNN, Good Mythical Morning, Kitchen Nightmares, ESPN, Netflix. I guess, and and so one advantage from a, from an algorithm standpoint, because the big complaint before Jack Black has been, I hate going to the trending feed because it's all late night hosts and music videos. Like, I don't know why number whatever, six or like this, I think number 10, this is a concealer and powder review from some person I've never heard of and it has 450,000 reviews. Why is that on trend? There's no way that is actually trending, but it's on here. And I, I look at these videos and half I'm just not interested in. Like, And I keep getting finding my perfect foundation match, finally. Like I have three videos in the trending tab here that are about cosmetic products. See, I'm wondering, is your trending tab different than mine right now? Are you, do you use premium? No. Okay. I'm just looking at YouTube trending, which should be the same across all trending tabs. But I'm just saying you're not paying for premium right now. I'm not paying for premium. I'm just using the normal YouTube experience. Because if I go to trending, I'm premium. I'm not I'm not seeing some of these you're talking about. It's almost like I have a different trending tab than you. I'm going to open up. And what I wonder is, does that mean that they okay, are... Okay, so number one's the same. Number two, number th- that's all... Okay, so these are... The, oh, oh, this is what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, right sorry. Okay. That's one. And then... Yeah, these are all the same. And then the, if you scroll down just a little bit more, that lady right there, like right here. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting the same. So, but but something like that—that's four hundred fifty-eight thousand views. Why would you say that's? You think that's not enough views to be trending? Like, I there's so I I, I scroll across so many videos that have far. I'll, I'll look at my recommended tab, for example. I'll go to my Google, sorry, my YouTube homepage, mm-hmm. and let's see here. Uh, let's look at my subscriptions even. Five hours ago, Unbox Therapy has 500,000 views for a 5,500 smartphone. So statistically speaking, in less time, he has got more views, probably more engagement. Why is his video not trending? Well, so here's what they're doing. 
again, what they're saying is we don't handpick the specific video. That's all they're saying. And I bet they don't do that so they can say that, but they're doing a bunch of other stuff. They're probably handpicking certain topics. So they're saying, okay, there's only one slot in here for this type of video. Well, Linus Tech Tips is probably taking up the only trending slot for tech. Because my guess is their concern would be that if they did just let it be, if it was based off just a clear, like trending is based on this time frame. whoever has the most views in this time frame is trending, you, this would be very homogenous. This would be like, you'd see a lot of the same types of videos because the majority of YouTube, as much as YouTube is extremely diverse, it, it is still a largely male audience. So no, you would never, ever, 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 ever see a makeup review in the trending ever. Yeah. It would just never happen. And they, and they don't want that. And this is the part where they just need to be more honest and say, guys, we are curating your content to some degree. Yes, we are. Just admit it. I think, I think people would be fine with it. Just knowing it, there might be some backlash, but it, it, the problem, the problem is the clear cut dishonesty when they are very much curating what you're seeing. So, but that's how I think they're doing it is they're coming up with, they're coming up with a bunch of different categories and, and they're saying, okay, now within each of these categories, then we're going to go off these things, but that's going to ensure that there's like a lot of diversity in the videos. Mm -hmm. And even that, I don't think people would mind. It, it, it's the fact that like late show with Stephen Colbert, I don't need that to pop up. If I want to watch Stephen Colbert, I already know who he is because everyone on the freaking planet knows who he is. So I will subscribe to him and then I will go to my subscription feed and I'll watch him. I do not want to find his videos in trending. Unless it's actually trending. Well, I suppose, but even then... Like, if there's a clip of Donald Trump goes on the Stephen Colbert show and takes a dump on his desk, and the whole internet's watching it, then I expect that clip to be the number one trending. Because, like, I feel like the only social network that is alive and big as it is today that has still remained pure is Reddit. When right. it comes, like, to trending like that, I look at that, that truly is the front page of the internet. Uh, like I, let me see if I go to Reddit right now, well, Reddit trusts its users. And here's the bottom line. I, I love Google products. You know this. I love YouTube. They do not trust their users to make the right decisions. They think they know better and they do not trust that if they leave it to a very simple algorithm, that their users will make the right choices. And, and part of the problem is that they think there are right choices. I mean, not to get political and I'm not going to get political, but for anyone who wants to go down any Reddit rabbit holes, there's unbelievable political bias going on. They are trying to shape what people see. And that's the problem is they they don't want to let the users essentially have the full voice to vote on what they see. Reddit trusts its users. Well, and I think the big thing is it all comes down to, and I guess this is what we'll move to, is it's all about the advertisers. Reddit or not, not Reddit, uh, YouTube heavily favors advertiser friendly content. So that's why the NFL can be trending with a mm -hmm. hundred thousand views. Yet PewDiePie doesn't touch the front page, even though he has 10 million views on a video that was uploaded at the same time. And so I guess that's the big question is, and this is, I guess goes to, to YouTube's business model. And I see both sides. YouTube was the place where you could escape the, the high produced, high quality, uh, TV where it's celebrities and everyone's acting and it's fake and you get to go to this world where people like you and I making cool content 
and you're watching and some sucks and, and some is great, but it's just really interesting to see like, these are other real people doing interesting things. But yeah. then now it's YouTube has become so big. Obviously YouTube needs to, uh, they're trying to compete with their, I think that like you said, you may have said it before, they're trying to be, compete with Netflix. They, they want to kill TV. They want to make YouTube the place where you sit down after work and you open up YouTube and it's like, what's the good content to watch today? So on one hand, you have accounts like, uh, and this is why daily vloggers usually trend so well and, and build so well. YouTube loves daily content. Mm-hmm. And the people that typically can do that are the guys like Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, where they already have teams that cost millions of dollars and they're producing content all day long every day so naturally and that's youtube's excuse they're not even doing anything extra they're it's they're just clipping the work they already did and they're just clicking one more button and so that's i think that's what youtube leans on it's guys the real the reason jimmy fallon trends is because his youtube account is publishing daily content usually four or five times a day and they all get hundreds of thousands if not millions of views so the algorithm says this is a trending this is good content So on one hand, like you have to respect good content, whether it comes from Jimmy Fallon, Will Smith, or some kid down the street you never heard of. Um, But at at the other side, you're lose. Like YouTube is also sacrificing that originality, that escape from the rest of like mainstream media. Mm -hmm. And so it's the balance that YouTube has is of how much do we become the mainstream media of media? (laughs) That sounds weird. Or we we stick to being YouTube, the place where a nobody can become a somebody because it's, I think it's also getting harder and harder for someone, even like Tech Audit TV, to post videos and get noticed because it's becoming more and more crowded by people who have lots of resources and lots of money. But I also don't blame YouTube at the same time for not turning those people away because they bring a lot of cash. It's it's a that I think the I think the most important thing to recognize is this is just a natural cycle. Just in the same way that cable television was pushed out um, for the internet and and things like like Netflix, we're now seeing Netflix getting pushed out because they got so big that everyone decided to jump in on that game, and now they're going to lose half their content and they're going to be competing with Disney next year, which is going to be very very hard to do. They're putting a lot of money into it, but but ultimately. What what consumers need to do and creators need to do is make sure that they are always keeping their eyes open for other opportunities because it does two things. It makes it so if YouTube keeps screwing up, you've got another platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other option is maybe YouTube starts to notice the competition and they correct their problems. But it, the idea that I think it's just kind of a silly idea for people to even expect that YouTube just continues to always be the same and never get completely corrupted by going after money. It, it's it's going to happen. But I mean, I mm-hmm. watch Vimeo all the time. Their Android TV app is great. I watch short films on that. Con- like it's fun and they're all really well done. And Vime- I don't know why Vimeo doesn't get more attention. Um, I, I get it's a totally different, like it's for filmmakers mainly. Mm-hmm. So this is very, very different content than YouTube, but these are still small filmmakers. And there's some amazing content on there, and people need to recognize that and start paying attention to it. Uh, Vero, are you on Vero by chance? Uh, no, I've used it. I'm on Vero just because Zack Snyder only posts on Vero, like, and I love that he does that. He's using his fame to basically say, "Hey, if you want to hear what I have to say," and he and he's been doing these steady leaks of all the DC stuff, you know, uh, that whole controversy over him 
getting kicked out and them recutting um, the last uh, what? Uh, not a, what do I want to say, Avengers. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Batman, Superman, the Justice League. Geez, mm. I, I love I like them better anyway, and I forgot their names. But he's been leaking all of this stuff slowly, but only on Vero. And so now there's this cool new place to go where you go on Vero and you're immediately going to get more attention because there's not so there's not nearly as much noise. So I don't know. I think I think creators just need to be smarter and help each other find platforms that uh, that are able to pay that where you're able to make money. Because some of these platforms, the problem is they're they don't have Google's ability to monetize and make money. Mm hmm. And, and yeah, you can't just go help these guys grow stuff for free, but maybe you can do it while you're doing YouTube. So they get to that point. Uh, Anchor, which is what I'm using to promote my Blockbusters podcast. Um, so if it's with with an S. It's a movie review podcast. But Anchor, as far as I know, they were, were the first to put a similar uh, option for monetizing where I get, I get uh, an ad from... I get an offer from a company that, and they give me an ad and it's like, Hey, here's the parts you have to read in bold and you can turn it down, but you actually read the script. And if you decide to do it, you pick where you want it to roll and then they track your data and, and they pay you, you know, 20, 30 bucks for every thousand listens that you get. But that didn't exist as of even a few months ago. If you wanted to make money podcasting, you had to connect with an advertiser who someone who was going to get your advertising for you and do a split with them mm-hmm. or you had to go out and do the old fashioned connecting with brands. And that's, that's where the real money is, but that's very hard to do for people who are just starting and doing it on the side. They just have time to make content, produce it and hopefully get a little money off of their efforts. Anyway, my point is like, this is not going to destroy YouTube and Jack here, here's what I'll say. Jack Black is not going to destroy YouTube. He is going to make it better because Jack Black makes everything better. However, the real issue here is is YouTube destroying itself with its trending and and terrible algorithms. But beyond that, there's hope. If they destroy themselves, there will be other options that pop up. Fair enough. Hope is not lost. I agree. I agree. Um, So I guess, uh, let me look at the time here. I guess we're at a good stopping point here. So... uh, if you uh, this if this is your first time listening, welcome to uh, the Tech Audit TV podcast. Check out the the uh, Tech Audit TV YouTube channel. Uh, you can also just go to techaudit.tv. That's right. There's a website. It's just a basic splash page, but it's got links to the podcast, to the uh, Discord group, to Instagram, and the YouTube channel. So check it out, techaudit.tv, or you can just do techaudittv.com. I bought both of them, folks, so you can't buy one and try to blackmail me or something. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, leave a review, five-star one preferably. If you want to leave less than that, then don't leave a review. I don't want your crappy reviews. I only want the good stuff. That helps a lot get discovered. Otherwise, we'll see you next week on the Tech Audit TV podcast.